always wanted to start a podcast, but just didn't know how to do it. Well, guess what? Anchor is the place for you. Anchor not only lets you download your podcast to their platform, but they even do it better. They take your podcast and they send it to multiple streams of other podcast places. Yes, I know because I've been using Anchor for over two years now. Anchor is the one-stop shop for everyone that has a podcast or if you're thinking about having a podcast. So listen, do not delay. If you want to join Anchor, you can do that now. And guess how much it costs? Zero. Nada. It's free. Just go to anchor.fm.com. Load your podcast, tell them that professional Sutton sent you, and I promise you'll be great, and I will love it. Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Rock Report. Cheers. Fellas, what's going on, man? What's up, man? What's going on? Rona going on, you know what's going I on. I know, man. Yo, it feels so weird not to be. I know what's to, going on. Where my check? That's what I don't know. Oh man, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Myers is pending, man. I'm still waiting for mine. Probably get mine tomorrow. Can't wait. I need that check. Um, Henny Bub, shout out to Henny Bub. I'm putting his business on Front Street. I know he got hit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait till I get by. I can't listen. Oh, I'm bub, a hands. Bubs got his. He got. He called me. Uh, he called me Saturday. He was like, "Yo, fam, I got that joint deposited." Ooh, about to start robbing some people. Well, you know what? You can't because the money's in that account, so it don't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> it don't even like matter. You get it. I know, right? Yo, man. Yo, yo. Give me your debit card. Nah, 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 nah. Wipe it off first. I'm not a savage like that. <laughs> Come on now. All right, now you can give it to me. Now you give it to me. So. I've been catching up on a lot of sports stuff, man. I'm actually watching the Clemson versus LSU game, the national championship. Um, I, I was also watching Wisconsin versus Oregon. Yo, I mean, again, maybe somebody can answer me this question. I don't understand. How is it that every year Wisconsin have a running back that, that gets over 1,500 yards or, you know, touch two, but they don't do nothing after that. How is it this program is getting all these rushing yards? Please tell me, Ruck. Please tell help me out, man. I, I just believe it's system, man. They got they got a great system that you know a limited skill set is gonna produce numbers in it. A a decent skill set is gonna produce extraordinary numbers. But then again, when you can't get that same system in the pros, you become an average or out of the league running back. See Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. Ball, Monty so, Ball. You know. I'm I'm you know, I'm just saying every year Wisconsin has a running back who always breaks these records every single year. Every it's, I, it, it's almost seems like I don't year. agree with the Melvin Gordon statement. I mean I mean, you know, you know listen, I, I know what I know what he wanted was kind of out of his ballpark, is why him ballpark. But um they was trying to act like he was just a running the mill running back. Melvin Gordon been not, that whole he been that whole office in San Diego for like three years. Well, you know, I mean, other yeah. than other than injury, because I I'll give you if they saying you're a little bit injury prone, we don't want to put that kind of money on you. But talent wise, I would say Melvin Gordon is the best Wisconsin running back ever. I give I, I give him no. 
I say Ron Dane is the best one. I mean, Ron Dane was the thirsty thing, but I say Ron Dane is the best. Yeah, see, hey, nah, man, I ain't going for that. <laughs> Yo, Ron Dane, Ron Dane was okay at best, and you know what? The Giants really took that next step when they started running. Uh, what was his name? Brandon. Brandon. Um, Brandon, uh, um, oh, Brandon Jennings. Nah, nah, not Brandon. Nah, Brandon nah, nah. Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs. Uh, Jacobs was there with Ron Dane. I know, and they made sure that Jacobs was the one getting yep. the ball. They said, the they said, they said, sorry, Ron. Be Ron Dane. Yeah, because remember, because he came in, it was him and Tiki Thunder and Lightning, and then they said, mm-hmm. uh, "You're gonna be uh, but, a light spring but shower." Again, but again, you got you got to take into account that Thunder and Lightning with Tiki came after his success in Denver. So don't act like Ron Day wasn't wasn't nice when he first got to Denver. Yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> nice? I mean, you know, listen, but but like you said, Ruck, you're talking about systems. He was in the system yeah. that lets him, you know, that let him run the ball that many times. You know, but if you if you pull him out that system, again, I think he did decent with the Giants. You know, I I think he did his yeah. job. Um, but I think you know, Brandon Jacobs was just like he was just I don't know. He just took it over. But listen, but listen, Brandon Jacobs was another giant back that was big, pause, but he needed somebody to do the, the second half of the work. That's why they used Bradshaw the way that they did with him. Because Brandon Jacobs couldn't catch out of the backfield just like Ron Dane could. No, I just, my only thing with Ron Dane and just saying if he was or wasn't better than Melvin Gordon, as good as he was at, at moments in the NFL, there's never a time that I remember with Ron Dane in the NFL where I'm saying to myself, oh, man, without him, they can't win the game. And that's at least at that's points fair. I felt that's like fair. that with Melvin Gordon in San Diego. That's that's my, that's my only comparison with him. The only reason I argue that, Chris, is because I felt like you did early in the season. Without Melvin Gordon, the Chargers weren't going to win games, right? right? But then when he came back, he didn't help like I thought that that he would, and I mean I mean we can tout that up to him being out of shape or certain things, but he the hell? see what happens with him this year, and then I think we'll be able to judge. Well, he's gonna have to take a step back, and unfortunately, with running backs, if you take a step back and pay, you ain't ever gonna be able. You- so. You're probably gonna have to get like a you know show me what you got deal, and then maybe they gave a lot of that money to Eckler already, right? Uh, I don't know what they gave Eckler. I know he's there, but I, I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much they gave him. Hmm. But I'm just saying, just in general, like I was watching a dude with a Jonathan Taylor Thomas, the other running back. Yeah, uh, Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan oh, what's his name? Jonathan uh, Taylor. You know, yeah, Jonathan uh, Taylor. You talking about the uh, want to be uh, J.K. Dobbins? I know you talking about. Oh, I mean, listen, oh. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, you know, I'm just pew, pew, pew. <laughs> listen. I'm just, I'm just looking at like let's look at all the running backs from let's say 1997. Let's say Ron Dane, Melvin Gordon, Monty Ball. Who else you have? Uh, let me see here. I mean, Ron Dane. He gonna take the cake. Lee. Uh, now nah, he left when he got in. So as he got in, he left. Um, you know, then they had to do uh, Anthony Davis, James White, PJ. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, these running backs, they put up numbers. But again, how is in Wisconsin 
like that good. Chris, and you know, they play in a conference that you win. I mean, of of course they're not going to win every year, but I mean, just come on, man. It just Wisconsin to me is like the Buffalo Bills of college football. And somebody, you know, well, said look, that I shouldn't have said that. Damn. <clears throat> Listen, this this levels. This this levels uh when it comes to um Big Ten football. It's only and one team. That's it. It's only one level. Ohio State. That's it. I mean, Ruck, come hey, on, Ruck. That's the level. <laughs> they are the New that's England the Patriots, like Ruck said. They are the New England Patriots whoa, 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 whoa. of the pack. Well, we're not going to come on. We're not going to shit on. We're not going to shit on the Big Ten. Yes, we like, will. We wasn't in all the big bowl games. Yes, we you were. All the big- Stop you it. were. Stop it. And you got to no, remember how college football is set up. It was college Michigan, football. It was Michigan. Because was of the name. It was Wisconsin. It was That's Minnesota. It. Come on Ser- now. Chris, we, seriously? We to... Chris, seriously? Chris, seriously? Chris, seriously? Seriously. First of all, let me tell you who not coming for me. The ACC? <laughs> the ACC? <laughs> and whatever Mary Feather. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're the ACC too. No, no, I am a SEC man. What you talking about man? Florida Gators. Oh no, man. no, Florida, Florida Gators. Hey, yeah, hey, and the SEC better not Chill, son. Listen, the SEC just won no, a national championship. No, eat crab legs no more. <laughs> yo, yo, uh, SEC got Alabama every year, and they alternate between all the other teams every other year. Listen, <laughs> listen. Some years now, some years Arbor, some is Ole Miss. This year just happened to be LSU. Listen, at least, you know, listen. I don't want to hear that. When you're talking from 2000 to now, you can say that it's been alternated and it's been a good mix-up. In the Big Ten, what you got, 12 now? Was it Big 12, 10? I don't, I don't, I don't even know anymore. It's, even well, know. it's the Big Ten, but we got 12 teams. I, I, uh, again, who knows? Just, it's only one just team. Like the big, just like the Big 12 got 11 teams, but right. I don't even want to get into <laughs> right. It's only one team that reigns supreme, and that's Ohio State. Like, someone had posted, and I was going to share it to y'all, but I said, I'll wait to talk to y'all. They said, what rivalry is bigger, Ohio State versus Michigan or Auburn versus Alabama? I was like, are you serious? It's not even a rivalry no more with Michigan. Like, they shit. Whoa, whoa, that ain't the question. The question is, what's the bigger rivalry? And obviously, it's Ohio State-Michigan. And that's not even coming from a biased standpoint. You know that. Listen, I'm sure in Tuscaloosa, and wherever the fuck Auburn is down there, I'm sure that's the biggest. <laughs> Charles I'm Barkley sure. rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> I'm sure that's a big old rivalry down there. Southern half up all the way to the West Coast is Michigan-Ohio State. No, and it ain't listen, close. No, listen, listen. And it ain't close. Listen, it's the difference between... Only, only, rivaled, only rivaled by Duke, North Carolina. Listen, I understand that it's a rivalry... But when you're talking about a big rivalry, like, okay, this means, like, Ohio State and Michigan has not been relevant since, what, 1997? Since, I mean, come on. First of all, that's okay. just false. Okay. Obviously, you forgetting the, obviously, you forgetting the year of that you guys wanted when they wanted to have Michigan and Ohio State play each other again. Uh, cause they, we went, it was like, that was Troy Smith, uh, first Heisman trophy. Yep. It went like, it was like 42 to 43 or something like that. Number one versus number two. Okay. And they wanted to put them in the BCS championship. How long Instead, ago was that? They picked Florida. How long ago was that? That was, uh, oh, four, oh, five. Oh, five. Oh, four, oh, five. Oh, five. I mean, come on. Come on. Okay. Oh, 15 you, years first ago. of all, 15 you years said 2000. So I'm going to correct you. I'm, I'm correcting you. And now, now you're moving the goalposts again. Okay. Okay. Even if I put the goalposts <laughs> right. where it needs to be. Right. Did, he, did he not move the goalposts? So he still, said 20 years. 
Okay, 15, 15 and, and is, listen, 15 is, is in the middle of 20 and 10. I mean, come on. Pick and choose. Come on now. Come on now. Chris, you talking to a liquored up kicker. <laughs> <laughs> and now, hold on, wait, hold on. And then, and then he says the SEC, again, from 2000. And you guys played Florida. And how did that turn out? I forget, Chris. Because I'm a liquored up kicker. Please remind me, please. Yeah, you are. Thank you me. know what? what we we lost to Florida. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Hold on, okay. hold on, hold on. Hold on. I want to tell the whole story. Please do. We lost to Florida, and I told everybody we'd be back, and Florida wouldn't, and Florida didn't make it back, and then we lost to LSU. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> Which but, happens to be in, in what conference again? That was the SEC. Okay, all right. And the, don't get me wrong. The Florida game, the Florida game, we had some killers. It was a good game. And then, you know, some real they killers. took over. We got annihilated by uh, LSU from jump. Uh, they couldn't block the safe Troy Smith life worth a goddamn. <laughs> um, but then we went on, again, to beat the the god of SEC, which is Alabama. Took them out to the woodshed. Had Zeke and them boys. Yes. about 380 yards on them. And, you know, that was a light day. And let me just say, I was very happy for that, Chris. I can't stay in Alabama. I can't I mean, stay in Alabama. We had to do it. Oh, shut up. Come on, stop it. Come on, man. So they had, to come up, they had to come up to Big Daddy on <laughs> up north so we can embrace and wrap our loving arms around you and save you. And that's what we did. No, listen, man. You know, it's. I'm just saying, you know, uh, Wisconsin, hopefully they'll come back. But, you know, I'm watching this game, and I'm just like, man, they just, they just have some type of luck, man. It, it's just – I just – Kind of feel bad for them, you know. And I remember that one year. What year was that, Chris? When y'all shellacked them? Cause that, cause that was just, cause that was horrible. You man. know, it's funny that you say that. that was horrible, I told you man. I've been watching nothing but Buckeye highlights, so <laughs> I can give you the exact. That was 2014. Jesus, that was slacking, man. My <laughs> that was God, 2014 when uh, when we laid that 59er on them. When we mm. laid that 59er the donut. I mean, and I'm gonna tell you this honestly. Watching the game. All my emotions and everything out of it. That game was a lot closer than sixty to uh, uh, fifty nine to zero. Where, where, yeah. where? What you talking about? The was closer. No, no, no. I'm just saying. If you watch the game, if you watch the game, I did. Yo, they were in. Yo, it's just I did not realize how many times yo they had got past half field. It was in field goal range. They, you know, a play here, a play there, took them out of field goal range. An interception, and then you get behind too much. And you start pressing and interception and fumbles and it was that it wasn't a complete. I hold mean, on, yeah, we beat hold the on. bricks off. Hold on, let me stop you saying, there. Ruck, I, I can, is I can he, see how the whole game is he is he pulling an Urban Meyer again, man? Is he is he? Oh my it's god, he putting an over. Oh my god, he putting an Urban Meyer. No. Nah, he just he just did a sheet. Both teams played hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, man. I just well, you like school on Sunday. No class. Whatsoever. <laughs> Whatsoever. Oh, that game was closer than you thought. I said, what, after the first smack when that guy got blindsided <laughs> or the fifth touchdown? I, I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Man, we, we were already up, we were already up 28 to 0 when that uh, play happened, so it didn't matter. Yeah, it anyway. don't matter, but that uh, but, but that was the icing on the cake. He talking this junk got me pulling out the fat Albert jokes. Yeah, I know. It, it, I'm like, come on. Only thing I'm missing, ah, you know, I don't like to rub their face in it all the time. Sometimes you got to be a humble champ, you know. What yeah, I mean? you, be a humble champ. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just saying. Here, there here you go. go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. 
I'm just waiting for him to say, hey, you know, uh, you know, we we could do better. You know, uh, I think that that situation was, uh, you know, you know what? Well, first of all, I want to honor the guy. We, we could have did better. Zeke fumbled. <laughs> you know what I mean? We had a muff punt. You know, it was a, yeah, that should have been like seventy something to zero. I ain't gonna lie to you, but you know, whatever. Mm. Like, yeah, you gotta be humble with it. Mm. Sure. Now, I do want to ask you this, Chris, and I know you don't like to talk about that team up north, right? Are they up north, down south? What they at? They up north. Okay. Up north, north than us. So. Um, Harbaugh, should they keep him after you know? It, you know what's up? You know because people well, ask me this all the time, but I want to ask you. Yeah, they should keep him. He's been doing the best for them and the best for us since he's got there. Ah, so, uh, look at this! Bro. <laughs> wow, Christian, one of them joints where you see somebody on the playground that you know stink. Yo, he was. <laughs> No, no, seriously. Um, so you telling me that Brady Hoke didn't help y'all enough either? No, nah, he didn't. I'm just saying, if you take the totality, if you take the playing Ohio State out of the equation, um, yo, they've been they've been a nine win team every year, nine year, uh, nine win plus every year. Um, I but, think they only did that once or twice with Brady Hoke, and they only did it three times with uh, Brandon Lloyd. And don't even get me started on Rich Rod and all the Please. people in between that. Who is he? So I'm just saying, he's been the most successful one other than he can't get that dub. Now, Brady Hope, only reason he got that dub is because that was the year Luke Fickle took over as intern and they suspended. And of seniors left, like 14 of them. Mm-hmm. That's the Terrell Pryor year. Yeah, which was, which was some bullshit. With the tattoos and stuff. Yeah, some with the bullshit. bullshit. But anyway, that's the, that's the only reason they won that game and they barely won that one. Down. And they've been losers ever since. So but, I'm just saying, Brady Holt got that one. Brandon, Car- I, I think, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Lloyd Carr got, I think he got three. Hmm. I think he got three or four. But I'm just saying, like, don't you, you can't compare them to us. That's the Michigan problem. They think they're as good as us. And just because it's a rivalry between us don't mean y'all as good as us. That's what I'm it's saying. Just, it's, not a, it's not a good rivalry. It's just a rivalry. It's yeah, not it's good. a rivalry. And it's a big rivalry. It's not good. It's just they they just don't show up. It's not good. Now, he has not won a major bowl since he's been there. I mean, I mean that goes into the okay. fact. I mean, listen, he had a real he had two good games against Florida that went down to the wire. One of them was in the Orange Bowl, mm-hmm. I believe. And uh I can't remember where the other one was. But anyway, he had two good games with Florida. Yeah, he had a game that came down to the wire with Alabama. Uh, I'm but, just saying, like, but did he? Yeah, right, he hasn't. But he's been in him. But did he? But he's going to get in it because of who he is, anyway. You know, and that's going to be that because again, we we know when you look at the schedule, again, in the in the big in the Big Ten is really only Yah and everybody else. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, he might, you know. Him and Michigan State might go at it a little bit, but he has not won the two big ones that matter the most in Michigan. And no, 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 no. He's beating Michigan State. I know. He just I'm talking a, about he doesn't the have big a winning one. record against Michigan State, and um, you know, obviously he has, they haven't beaten us, but that's you know that's going back three coaches now. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just. Uh, Look, Ohio State is just a cut above. Ohio State is recruiting and getting players on a trying to win a national championship level. And unfortunately, Michigan, they 
they have the prestige of that, but they just they haven't been on that level for quite some time. And to, to be quite frankly, a lot of programs aren't. It's really only it's really only Alabama. Uh, I would say LSU. I would say Clemson, Ohio State. Um, yeah, Oklahoma maybe. Those are the only teams that's like recruiting on a level where they're trying to win a national championship every year. Now, how about you, Rudd? What do you think of a hardboard? Do you think that it's time to cut ties, or do you think that they should just ride it out and just see how this goes for the next two years? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what's in his cup, but it might be some scotch. <laughs> As I drink from this cup that somebody spit in. <laughs> now, now speaking of tide turning. Um, Florida State, Rock. What, what do you think Florida State got to do to get back on top, man? I, you know, college, fo- college football is different because, <clears throat> with the exception of like certain programs like a Wisconsin, everybody else is really predicated on what they're doing at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. So that's been our downfall like the last two, three years. They haven't made a, a solid decision on who they're going to let play. Is it going to be the young boy? Is it going to be somebody else they're trying to bring in? You know, because Florida State has never lacked, and, and I, I don't know if you all agree, but they've never lacked in terms of the skill positions. We always get always. people at skill positions. Right. It's just the quarterback. We haven't had a quarterback, and I know you all going to laugh, but we haven't had a solid quarterback since Jameis has left. Yeah. I Hold on. Jameis Winston is a Heisman winner. That's, that's a yeah. relevant like, and, and I, I, real point. Right. People can say what they want, you know what I'm saying, about Jameis, but Jameis was a very good quarterback at Florida State, a Heisman winning quarterback I'm about to at say, Florida State. National championship And he's he's a very good pro. You know what I'm saying? So, but we haven't been able to replace that for whatever reason we haven't. Um, and that's been the biggest thing. That for one of the things that that I will say. You know, that was never Bobby Bowden's problem when he was the coach of Florida State. He can always attract a quarterback, but now we can't mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So, we need a quarterback, bro. Now, quarterback. Um, I saw one of the guys that you guys are going after. I don't know what position he played. I, I didn't even want to, like, get into this with this dude. But um, he said, uh, I'm going to make my announcement. I'm going to the University of Florida State. I said, oh, shit. He ain't going to be there much longer. He don't know what school he's going to. <laughs> he don't know what school he's going to. Lord have mercy. So, uh, yeah, check that out right when you get a chance, man. So, you know. Yeah, listen, I mean, we've had a, we had a lot of people decommit. You know, we've had some people that decommitted from other schools. Like, we just got a wide receiver that decommitted from Notre Dame that's coming there. Mm. You know, we got a running back, a four-star running back that just committed early this week. We're waiting on um, one of the offensive tackles to commit. We just had, um, I don't know if you guys remember Tony Baselli. Yeah, he was the uh, left tackle for the uh, Jaguars. He's actually supposed to be the next great one at Florida State. He just actually is recovering from coronavirus, but, you know, he's supposed to be the next one. So, again, I think we're solid in all those positions. It's just the quarterback. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I I know we was dropping famous uh, father names for recruits because I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Marvin Harris Jr. is coming to Ohio State. I'm just gonna put oh, that he out there. Bodies. Oh, he <laughs> getting bodies. <laughs> I knew he was gonna stand listen, up for that. Listen, shut, he shut, shut out down. his jersey. 
Because I'm not saying nothing else about Marvin Harrison. <laughs> you shut the shit up. Yeah. Look, we about to do the Don't Rush Challenge. You <laughs> 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 stupid. I ain't saying nothing about Marvin Harrison, yo. Now, no. Now, uh, you know, I know it's, uh, it's really I'm tough. For James huh? That's why I want. I want to see my young boy James Black and continue his rise. Okay. All right. Now, with all this... You know, like nobody could work out, nobody could do anything. How hard do you think that more teams will have an advantage, or do you think that it'll be about the same with you know teams not getting their way and be able to, to train like how they want to train? I mean, I think um, I would say first of all, they should be working out. I mean, they should have some type of uh, fitness equipment. Mm-hmm. In their in their uh, in their houses and uh, I'm sure and what I was what I heard what I heard Javel McGee's I think it was Javel McGee said you know most of the uh, teams are like putting no what it was Mo Bamba he was like yo the teams are like putting workout facilities in their cribs mm. like yo you gotta stay in shape because when this come yeah. back you know we we want you to be tip top I think I mean obviously when they officially come back they're gonna have to get some exhibition games or just you know five or six, maybe ten regular season games to add on just to kind of like get the juices flowing. But how but, does uh, that I think but how does that translate into college football and NFL, if any? Well well college football they're actually doing the same thing. So a lot of the guys have been getting, you know, the schools have been sending certain packages to people. Mm-hmm. So again, stuff that they need to work out on, programs, nutrition stuff. So I've seen a lot of that. So I know a lot of programs are doing that. Okay. So you know, even even the stuff that we've seen lately with like the the virtual pro days, mm-hmm. you know they've had people working out. Again, they're watching the numbers because of social distancing, but they they've had people working out and doing things. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. I think you seen the picture of uh, I think it was it was Dak. No, no, no. It was A. B. Lamar Jackson and one yeah. more person. And Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood Brown. Yeah. They were working out together and they took yeah, a photo. Dak, Dak and Dez. We're working Dak out. And Dez, uh, uh, Russell Wilson was working with somebody. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. So Sierra. I'm just saying, you know, they're. <laughs> so I watched two. <laughs> Listen, man, that's a that's a holy man, man. <laughs> he was it, it was Sierra. I mean, come on, he was uh, dancing, man. He he was dancing the drink song. Oh, I'm sorry, he you was really exactly working what out. What you about? Yeah, so go ahead. You know exactly what you was talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I've been wanting to dance Sierra for years. Man, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Where Rose at? <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Is is I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like, you know, I know we have like you know like the dog days of summer where we don't have sports and you know we kind of get to it. But Baseball. this is right. But this is so again. I'm, I mean, obviously for obvious reasons, but it's like this is really crazy sports wise. And I'm just sitting here like, wow, wow. Like we have nothing. So. So what do y'all think about the proposed schedule that they're talking about with the league? Uh, ending on Labor Day? Yeah. And uh, I think, listen, here's the thing. I like baseball, but I only like playoff baseball. Yes. Yeah. Base, regular season baseball, even when it's supposed to be a big game, is trash. So, like. So many damn games. Yeah. I, give me basketball during the mm-hmm. summer. I'll take it. Please. Yep. I agree. I agree. I think I think they gotta they gotta make a decision soon because if they don't, you know, they talking about the next regular season starting at Christmas, 
if they don't do it and just trash the season, it's really going to affect three years out. So I think they do have to make a decision really soon. But but I do want to say, Ruck, they have been in talks of just starting the regular NBA season at Christmas now. I guess yeah. it had been promo- it had been proposed for a while. People were talking about like, why mm-hmm. do we even start during you know college football and NFL? Yeah. Why don't we start a little bit later when that's tailing off? And I, personally, I think it's a good idea. Me too. I think you should start yeah. the NBA season it's, it's around gonna, that time. I think that that part of it is going to be tricky because they're going to fight. The biggest fight is going to be with the NFL, you know, because they start in October to get people, you know, get there and going, go through November and the Thanksgiving games to give you football and basketball to watch. But to start at Christmas, because now you're talking about that Christmas time through the first month of January, through the first three weeks of January, that's now getting into playoff time. You know, for football, well, they're going to some type of TV time there. Well, I mean, they was losing already. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, they had, you know, the season is well kicked off to at that point when the playoffs start, and they was mm-hmm. losing already. So why don't you just start it? Look, you already know you're going to get bad numbers, or you're not going to get comparable numbers to the NFL because the NFL is king. And you start it right around the time when it's about to end. So, man, you take the month that you was going to get slaughtered anyway, and now you pick up more months where people are picking you instead of baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, all ESPN, Fox, ABC, NBC, none of them are going to uh, gonna fight to keep a baseball game on if LeBron is Zion is playing. The only, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That hurts, and the only thing that they have to worry about is the effect on the WNBA. Because if, if they're struggling for ratings now, and I know what you're about to say, I know what you about to say. What are you about to say? I got it. I want to hear this. Well, I'm glad that he took that sympathy because I know what he's about to say. But you know it's going to affect their ratings and what they're doing too. Go ahead, Chris. Give it to us. But, but I love the WNBA. <laughs> don't smoke don't your drink. I love the <laughs> WNBA. Only thing I'm saying is, again, like with basketball and football, they was losing anyway. I don't think they're going to... I don't think they're going to lose more for NCAA. And that's a shot. It's just how much do I want to like the playoffs? And, you know, if it's a player I like, if it's a lady. I think it'll be a benefit with the schedule they're talking about because I would like to see the rookie summer league be a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? Give them more games because you know how they usually hit the wall midway between the season anyway before the all-star break. Give them a couple more games to really get acclimated to what it's going to be. I agree. Now that I do agree with, I would like to see them giving like the younger guys, you know, more shine, more play. Um, also, I think that it will also help the GMs because now they get more tape on these guys, you know, playing against professionals, if you will. Um, so I think that would be the, you know, the real benefit to it if they do it the right way. I mean, because you know, like the superstars, they're gonna shine anyway. But there might be that one guy who who get a shot that can really help the team, you know. So. You know, that would be a lot interesting, but also to get these guys some money. You know, I mean, even though we are up here, you know, I would love to see Tremont do his thing. You know what I mean? Um, somebody that we know versus him saying, you know, going to a team like, you know, the Celtics that that got guards like crazy, you know, put him somewhere where we can see him, you know, develop. You know, that could really help a team that he wouldn't have got that shot if he didn't get those five games or so, you know, so. Did y'all, did y'all see that post um, earlier this week where they were talking about, 
there are nine players that are going to get ninety percent of their salaries during yes, the season. They said by having a um having a Yo, good agent, Rich Paul, Rich, yeah, gangster, yeah, yeah, gangster. Say yeah. what you gangster. I would never say nothing bad. I think that that's really smart. Again, if you if you have an agent who's working really, really with his players, LeBron went through a lockout. So he knows like, listen, I need all my money. I need, if if I'm not getting all, I need at least 90% of this. So that's very smart. And again, this is what the NBA was scared of. Because yeah. they know if, if, if we get a guy like this in our office, and if he influences let's just say he got nine guys. Let's just say 20 guys. Oh, it's looking real bad for the NBA. Yo, I, I have to say, man, like, him and his whole crew have taken the Jordan blueprint in terms of basketball mm-hmm. and and made that joint times 10. Mm-hmm. Because the crazy thing is, Rich Paul is not far, far away from what David Falk was doing when Jordan was playing mm-hmm. and the amount of people that he had under contract with him. But to see in a 15-year span that both of them in 15 years that LeBron has almost, I think Jordan in 15 years of playing, just NBA earnings was at 158. LeBron's is at 257. Mm. And he ain't nowhere near done yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, that's, that's crazy. And that's just a testimony of just how they've been doing business, man. I think that- And I hope people are really paying attention to it because – they're going to miss it if they don't really get in or what's going on. Well, you know, I I think that um, LeBron is really – he understands business. He understands, like, I got to get that money now. Because Jordan, what, he didn't really take the money he could take until, what, his later years. Jordan did what Tom Brady was doing. He was right. taking pay cuts his whole career. Right. Yeah. So just imagine if Jordan was really getting what he deserved, you know. Yo, he really didn't start getting paid until, like, the last – Two years. His – Return back yes. to the yeah. NBA. Yeah. Like the last, then he was getting years. like he was getting like thirty five million a year. Yeah, and that yeah. was unheard of, and that's still a dope number for this yeah. time. So if you were to take that number from then to now, what he making like almost a hundred mil a season? You know, easily, you easily, know? he would have to be. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But I, I thought that was real dope just to see, and especially the players it was. You mm-hmm. know. Like, not only that it was LeBron, that it was people like Tristan Thompson, yeah. that it was people like uh, Darius Baisley, who a lot of people don't even know. That was a kid that went from high school, did the internship at New Balance for a million dollars. Oh, yes. So it's players like that that he's put on, like Ja, a couple people. So Zion, you know, it's some people that he got some good deals, man. You know, it's I think it's so dope because when you see us – and you see us working together, that's a beautiful thing. But what what most corporations they're going to try to do is they're going to try to slander that so people won't mess with him. But being that LeBron is one of the biggest athletes in sports, not just basketball, in sports, it's, it's really hard for you to do that. Because remember when they was on this whole bullshit about, yo, you got to have your degree, this, that, and the third. Yeah. You saw how quick that changed within three days of LeBron saying, nah, this shit ain't right. And it was like, oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. Hey, I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? It was all to stop Rich Paul. Yes. Yeah. But again, when you have someone like LeBron, and, you know, if that would have happened, you know, when Jordan was coming up, when you have players like that, people bow down. And that's beautiful because LeBron is using, again, I know we talk about Charles Barkley saying I'm not a role model, but LeBron understands his role in society. 
and he used it, you know, to benefit on him, the, but others around the him. NC, the NCAA has to know what's coming. They, 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 they have to. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the big things that they was trying to do, which I think was like a real safe face move. If y'all didn't notice, they tried to give those players back that, that year of eligibility. So if you were a senior, right. You were, you know, losing some time this basketball season, or at least a chance in the tournament. They were giving people another year. Oh, Chris! But you hear this and that that joint the scheme. If you watch that yes. again, yo, yes, they gotta know what's yes. coming. Yes, they have to. That like that documentary was so dope. Was so free, yo. It was entrapment to the fullest. It was entrapment, Chris. You will love this this uh this Chris, documentary. You no, nah, no, nah, I haven't gotten a chance Yo, to watch it yet. It Man. is entrapment to the fullest. Like, I'm going to just... It's not going to ruin it for you because you know how the NCAA get down. But yeah. it was more the FBI. They were trying to get, you know, uh, Rick Pitino and, and other guys. Yeah. But they realized that he can get to them. Anyway, long story short, they sent the FBI agent and he was like, Yo, we can't do it like this. The FBI agent was like, No, you have to because he was the money man. You know, he was, he's like, you know, he was like, Yo, I'm not doing this. This is not legal. You know, well, so it, no. It, yeah. And one of the other thing, big things that are put out there, Chris, is like what we all been saying for years, right? And what everybody already knows is that these coaches are full aware of what's going on. Of course. And mm. now, of course. It, it really shined a light on is that the coaches have, I would say, somewhat gotten smarter, but it was a really dumb move. They mm-hmm. took the middleman out, and now they're dealing directly with people like that. Well, bro, they got they got these dudes on tape. <laughs> Yo, they got these dudes on tape, and and it's crazy because they got them on tape, but then it's like they play the tape, and then they play the press conference where they like, nah, I don't even know this guy. Yeah, <clears throat> got you. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's up, dog? How showing you know? showing him in the line. Yeah, yeah he, him in the it line. was like he was like, listen, if you think that I'm not gonna get him, oh man, you can bet your ass on that one. You can bet your listen because what he want. We gonna give it to him, and we got the money. Press conference, yeah. I, I don't, yo, I don't know what happened with that. Yo, you know? They was talking about, they was talking about DeAndre Ayton, right? Oh shit, yeah. yeah. You know, Sean Miller was so cocky with the joint. He was on it. He was like, he was like, they don't even know. We been had him on campus. He's good. He's with us. Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Yo, it's you know what though? Yeah, they make it seem, they make it seem like this underworld of recruiting is so dirty. And it really, really doesn't have to be. They're just trying to get the best kids, and they they're trying to act like they 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 care about the talent being spread around yeah. evenly and all of this bullshit, right? But yo, the same teams is good every year. Every year. like you know what I mean? It's very rare. <coughs> excuse me. It's very well, rare that uh, that. Shh. Uh, I got the. Oh, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, so you know they um they so concerned with that. But the same teams is good every year. Every year, it's, it's very rare that a, a real blue blood a college falls off. So what's the point? Yo, just let these let these kids get a little bit of something. If they would let the boosters and everybody handle the money with the kids, the NCAA could keep all their cash. That's what he and was saying. They would eat. They That's would what he keep all the cash. They were smart. They would say, "Listen, the schools aren't going to pay you." But alumni are going to set up certain stipends for the players on the team. Mm-hmm. And they would be okay. But because they want to control everything, like, this is what it's going to be. Like, you got kids, again, I know it's unprecedented for Duke. But, like, 
Cassius Stanley is saying, listen, I love y'all, but uh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad Cassius is getting out of there. Because <laughs> yeah. he could go. You know, it's, and then that's saying it's not even just one and done. It's the kids that's going into the transfer um, portal, too. Right. Oh, yeah, that's it's happening like, like crazy now. I'm going to try to go somewhere else so I can get my numbers. Because now they understand the game. You get your numbers, you're going to get a look. Listen, like dude said, this is not going anywhere. This is going to keep happening. They're going to find a better way to do it and not get caught. Why not just give them what they are deserve? Like when you, again, like I said, when you look at how much money they make, their colleges, and Mark Emmerich, hypocrite of them all, you know, Mm -hmm. talking about, oh, we can't do this, we can't do that. Think about how many kids' lives they ruin because of this. You know, at 18, I can go to work and I can join the service. But you're telling me that I can't decide if I want to go here or do this and that. And you and you telling me these institutions can't come up with a way to make it. So these kids, come on, man, come on. And like Chris always said, don't don't try to sell me bullshit. And then when I say no, you say okay, no, you're wrong. No, we know what's going on. We know what's going on, and that's what's been going on. And more documentaries are going to come out like this. You're gonna have more brass coaches. You know, um, Rick Pitino. I think that he accepted a job. Um, uh, He's coaching Iona. Right, coaching Iona. So again, you, you they know, got full control of their program too. Exactly. Think full of, control. Trust me, he is going to get the kids he need. He's going to be back on top. And again, it's we don't have a problem with them paying players, but my thing is, don't act like you really care about the education when you don't. Yeah, That's you know why? Only the only reason people got a problem with it is because they make it seem so dirty and slimy. It's like, right. oh, these, these, uh, these. You know, underbelly people are getting this money together from God knows where right. to pay these kids that don't deserve it. That's already getting a free education, <laughs> to, you know, just to play a sport. Like, and then they, they 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 play it on the news, and it's got like the eerie music in the background, they, yeah. and ambiance is dark. They, they just they feed it to us. I know I'm sounding like I got the Tim Foyle hat on right now. No, but they it's feed true. It to us in a way that it's, it's like, oh. Even I think about it, and I hear it sometimes. I'm like, that guy just seems like a scumbag. You know, they get a picture of a guy with his hair greased all the way yep. back, shirt kind of wet around <laughs> the collar, and you just start feeling slimy. Yo, I'm you, you know what? But, but, again, but when you think about it, it's like, nah, man. Some dude that went to that college that got a couple probably successful businesses is giving some money to a kid so his team can win the game. Big whoop. Big whoop. Right. Because I remember when uh, this, remember when Oklahoma State, when they came out of nowhere in the early 2000s, they had that oil guy and he donated, what, $300 million to the school and Oregon <laughs> State was relevant again. Like you said, they can have it. It can be done. Yeah. And like Chris said, perfect example, they make it seem so nasty. And what they do is say, well, it won't be fair to all these other players and all these other schools. Like you said, it's only the big time schools that's still that's winning anyway. When has Creighton won a national championship? I'll wait. You yeah, know. the only time only time big players go to small schools is because they won, they, they effed money. up in life. Yeah. They effed up in life. Uh-huh. Right. They came with some money when none of the big schools can't. Or yep. they got some type of deep relationship with that small school, like their father is the coach. Mm-hmm. Or you know, their father's yeah. on the coaching staff or, or their uncle. You know, Uncle used to go there, and he died of cancer ten years ago, and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the only way them uh, real top talent go to those small schools, anyway. So, okay, so those yeah, players listen. are still gonna go there. 
they they getting these kids now in all these small market schools, especially the ones that you've seen in schemes, they're getting these kids because they putting the bag out there just like everybody else. Yo, like you said, Creighton, I was like, damn, Creighton getting money like that? Yo, no, but the but the crazy thing, and, and this is the great this is the great pitch that you can have to kids when you go and sit with them. Listen, I know such and such said they're gonna give you the bag. I got the bag too, but you definitely gonna gonna be the man. Here at my university, you ain't gonna have to share the spotlight right. with four other dudes. It's gonna be you, and we're gonna get to the dance, and you're gonna show out, and that's what it's gonna be. But I tell you where the next big thing is gonna happen. They got this dude, I think it's Jalen Scrubs, mm-hmm. but he goes to I think it's Layton or something like that. It's a junior college. Okay, he's projected to be a lottery pick this year. What? If they get a junior college player to be a lottery pick this year, oh, shit. bro, kiss the baby. Oh, yeah. Kiss the baby. Yeah. Because you, you talking about they can't make it in the school, and JUCO is just basically another year high school. Yes, it is. And go to JUCO, bro, you think you seen one and dones? Yo, but it's smart, though. Again, when you're talking about, when you look at NCAA violations, they never talk about it in golf, tennis, hockey, baseball, nothing like that. We can't hear you, Chris. I think that you still got the mute button on. Yo, because there ain't no violations for them. Exactly. There ain't no violations for tennis and all the volleyball and all that stuff. You could take all the money. All the money is yours. Yeah. All the money is yours. Except for, except for those sports that make us the most money. That money's our money. Yeah, but also it's it's where the niggas play, because most I of wasn't these, gonna say it. Come on, say it, man. Because most I always these, say it, but you know because most of these sports that are non-black, they can go to the Olympics and get a sponsor somehow, some way. I don't know how you can get you a sponsor. You and you and you consider an amateur, but you can keep it your amateur status. But as soon as you do it, because amateur. Amateurism only counts for football and basketball because they bring in the yeah. money. Yeah. That's the only where amateurism counts, man. Everywhere else, you know, it could float in and out of mm-hmm. uh amateurism or professional. It's it's like it's not a constant. But for basketball and football, it's a constant. Now to now to your point, Ruck, you said, you know, you got the JUCO. What would happen? I mean, again, I know we just I'm just speculation. How do you see mm-hmm. it tearing down? Like, cause like most things, like Rome, you know, greed kills everything. You know. Okay. How, what do you see being the next move to crumble the uh, NCAA, or what they say? It, you know what? Let's get on board this. before this get too bad. It's it's this. It's, it's it's two things right now, and and the first thing happened a couple years ago. It was the G League saying that they were going to pay players mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a certain a higher increased base salary. So that was one. So again, that is gonna add to the one and done of people not going. This JUCO thing. So the guy's name is Jay Scrub, right? Jay Scrub. He was he was signed to go to Louisville. Of course he was. Right next year, but he is now again staying in the NBA draft. Right. So that's gonna be the next thing because now, if you get people that are in JUCOs that are going to supposedly signing at Blue Bud Colleges, right? And they're saying, I can just go to the league. Now the schools are even losing out on one and done. Yep. So that hurts even more. So it's it's a lot of stuff that the NCAA has to fix 
listen, just just yesterday, there were at least at all these blue blood programs that we're talking about, there were at least seven guys that said I'm one and done. Mm. And they're big name guys. Right. So it ain't like it was no like I know Chris don't like Cassius Stan- Stanley, but Cassius, I think the other kid, what's the what's the big dude? Vernon, um Vernon, yeah, big Vern. Big Vern. Vernon Carey. No, he just declared on Friday, I believe. He was the so last he de- one. So he declared that's two players from Duke. You had three players from LSU, right? No, you Trey, had- Trey, um, Trey left, too. Trey left Duke, too? Oh, he left? Trey left. He was the first one to say he was leaving. So, yeah, left. so so now you're talking about Trey, Vernon, and Cassius. You had three players from LSU leave. You had a couple guys from Mississippi State, one guy from Alabama. So the memo is out there. If, if you want to go and get the bag, a college is going to give you something or a JUCO is going to take care of you until you can get to the league. You know what? I think that this is the blessing in disguise to those players because it's also showing the NCAA, like, listen, without us, you are nothing. Like, you are really seeing, like, you're taking a major hit because during tournament time, I mean, the money that, that they recoup from, you know, programs and commercials, they get that money back. But... There was no tournament, you know? There yeah. was nothing like that. So it really hurt a lot of people's pockets. And then, like you it, said... That, not having a tournament really hurt the NCAA this year. Yes, right. That, that was that was easy, a billion dollars. But, but, it was, but it was even better because now, like you said, players are like, yo, I'm out. I just need to show you a little bit. And also, guess what it did? It prevented them from getting hurt. It kept them fresh. And... The the uh, NBA got tape on them, and like you said, if I'm a player, and if I say, "Yo, listen, um, I'm about to go to Arizona," let's just say, right? And I'm, you know, highly recruited top ten, and I say, "You know what? Yo, they, yo, they messing with my money, but you got my AAU tape, high school tape, and schools like Arizona wanted me, North Carolina. I'm gonna go to JUCO route, and I'm gonna enter my name. Guess what happens?" So, like you said, if you get a hundred players to do that, oh, it's showing something. It's showing something yeah. because these players. Listen, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. no. I said because these players, they don't need it like that because a lot of them are, are already solidified from AAU. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? They're already solidified. Exactly. So if you have a movement like the reason why the Fab Five was so dope is because you have players taking that their destiny to their own hands. If you had these guys come together at these camps and say, "Yo, listen." We ain't going to these schools. We're going to chill for a bit, right? We need like 50 guys to just say, yo, let's go here. If that shifts, oh, man. Again, because they're still going to get money. But you see what's happening. You see what's happening, right? Like, think about this. The closest thing that we just seen to the Fab Five was just in high school this past year, Sierra Cannon. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. All those kids, all of them, even even California's now president, Mr. Basketball, Brandon Bostic, they're all from different states. Yep. None of them kids were from California. Nope. nope. None of them. So there it is right there. But here's the you thing. All though. these kids that are playing AEU, they're like, listen, we're gonna go and play together, and then we're gonna either decide to go to certain colleges together. Well, we're going to decide other ones. But, but again, it raised everybody's eyebrows. But also, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm thinking about it. But guess who was also in that mix of things? LeBron. 
Absolutely. LeBron is telling his kids, listen, I already know how it works. You know what I'm saying? Yo, listen, this is what y'all do. Y'all pick a school. Oh, you know what? I wasn't able to go to school. We're going to all go to Hampton just because. And we're going to make sure that we take care of the university and that y'all straight. We're going to set a precedence for black colleges and we're going to say, fuck the NCAA. And like then the said. other thing that a lot I'm sorry, of I'm, do, I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, they, I forgot that you're living. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. No, no, no. I was talking to Rupp because, because yeah, I forgot to have that. But they picking up other schools too. So it's like even these lower level schools, they're like, listen, we can go here and get money too. Yes. Like there's a resurgence of all of these low level, pro- I, I don't want to call them low level programs, but like schools like DePaul, yes. Creighton, Lehigh, you know, places like that. Washington State, where where Clay went, like these are now the resurgence of these other schools because now in high school, if I got my boy that's a top talent and I'm pretty good too, we can make it work. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is now what's happening. The only thing that I can say has really hurt through this time of Corona is that people have really had to solely depend on tape and and all that stuff yeah. to really get seen. Right. So. It'll hurt you if you're a kid that don't have tape. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But again, who in this age doesn't? Right. So it, it's going to hurt the NCAA at some point, and they really have to look at how they're doing things. And it's, and at some point, it's going to affect football too. I know that they're looking at, and I know football's biggest thing is we're not going to let people go pro early because besides the strength of some of these guys that are out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. As big as kids are, at some point you're gonna have to let them play. I'm, I'm exactly because if you look at a clowny, you know what I mean. Even even look at Maurice Claret. Like I said, if you get these guys on a right regimen, they're like anything. Your bodies adapt to it. Come on, you ain't you ain't even gotta do that. Look at a kid that was on LeBron's um, summer league team, Big John. Oh yeah, my God, yeah, fourteen years old, six eight, two hundred eighty seven pounds. Right, exactly. Fourteen. He at least got another four or five years of growth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it really don't matter. It's like, just, it's, this is the trend. And if they don't get on the bus, it's just like for everybody, everybody that's doing corona stuff now, right? If people don't understand how, how major the shift is going to be to contactless work, you better get on the bus now because mm-hmm. when it's over, a lot of this stuff ain't going back. So, nope. Better figure it out. I agree. I agree. What do you say, Chris? Man, you know me, man. I'm always for paying the players. And yeah. um it's kind of it, it kind of is like to the point where they ain't they ain't never gonna change, man. Instead of a just gonna do what they want to do forever and always, and thinking that. They're somehow gonna start treating these players the way they're supposed to be treated, and 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 again, like I said, get away from this whole underbelly of the NCAA. It's probably not gonna happen, man. Probably wasting my breath. No, they're not gonna do that. I mean, that's obvious because again, they want to keep the money. But uh, but far as the players, like what what would you like to see, Chris, to to cripple this? Like what if if it could happen, what would it be? To, to cripple the NCAA? Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I like sleep. I mean, the cripple NCAA. To the cripple the NCAA, you got to cripple football and basketball together, and mainly at one time. football because fo- at one time and mainly football because I think football like triples the revenue of what basketball does of for course. college for NCAA. So that would have to be like a a joint mission, man. <laughs> like mm-hmm. honestly, it would be something. You know, listen, players deciding to do other things like you know play overseas or if Lonzo I'm sorry not if LeVar Ball ever got his league up and running you know stuff like that to pull real talent away but I mean th- to be honest you know this shit is embedded in us mm-hmm. you know the, the the Dukes and North Carolinas and Kentuckys of the world like mm-hmm. it's just embedded like you know as much as we talk shit about the NCAA. I'm still gonna watch Ohio State on Saturdays and Sundays. Right, yeah. I'm sure. still gonna watch I'm still gonna watch Duke on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturday uh evenings. Like it's just it's it's hard, man. It'd be hard. You would have to have something in place for these people to go and they would have to have the money and the funding to go there because people ain't making no moves like this without money. some money. Yeah. And that's what it is. Again, I think that if the if the hypocrisy was taken out of it I think that again it'll be more easy to digest, and I think players will stay longer. But again, if you got a money trail, I think that players got to get out because they don't want to, you know, have to sit out. They don't want to get in trouble. You know what I mean? And they want the best looks because if you tell a player, you know, because because we can say, yo, listen, just sit out a year. That's cool. But then you got teams that's like, yeah, well, we don't have no tape on you, so we we not gonna take you. It really derails a lot of these players' careers. Like I was watching something again. I didn't know about this player until um, uh, what's that? The um, all to, until the all the smoke um, podcast. Shay Davis. Okay. I didn't know oh, about okay. him. You know, um, I seen him time to time, but I didn't really know about him. But the way the NCAA jerked this guy, it's like this is crazy. Is it really? Rex players because now mind you he still had good potential but teams and 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 the NBA was like yeah we just don't want to work with you because like you said Chris it's just embedded in people because yeah we can tell players yo this is what y'all need to do but we all are very we all are very much competitive we're like yo listen I'm not about to look bad for nobody so I'm about to go here and bust my ass and that's what most players do now they know in the back of their mind they should do that. But what are we going to, like, if you tell a kid don't sell drugs because he need money, what are you going to replace with that? And that's the thing that the NCAA know. These players are going to work hard because they want to get that money. You know, it would have to take someone like LeBron to to get players to rally around and find ways to give these kids some money somehow if they play overseas or whatever. What you also got to do is you got to promise these kids that Going to this alternative place is going to get me the same look yes. to the NBA as going to Duke, as going to Carolina, <clears throat> Kansas. That's another problem because, listen, going over overseas is great. And obviously, they scout you overseas. There's been a lot of European players. You Brandon can get scouted Jennings. from over there. Right, Brandon Jennings. I mean, pretty much a dud, but still got his money. Um, fuck, had Move Tiana Taylor first. Let that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Oh, he did, huh? Oh, yeah. He did. If you forget about this, uh, yeah. but, uh, Brandon Jennings got quite the stickman. 
quite the statement <laughs> as an impressive resume. But uh, <laughs> anyway, you yeah, you got a problem. Resume. Oh, I won't. I don't know if I'll go that high, but it's up there. It's, it's, it's close. It's like it's close. Joe, right, right Joe, there. Joe Budden, Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, some of the great <laughs> men of our era. Uh, oh, you know what? Let me let me throw Fab in there. Oh yeah, and yeah let yeah, me throw yeah. Trey Songz and Chris Brown in there as yeah. well. Some of the some of the greatest yeah. picks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, we're off the rails. I forgot what I was saying. You said that uh, they would have to be, you know, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, you got to promise. You got to promise that they can get that look to get to the NBA. Because at the end of the day, all of these the players that you would pay that kind of money. They are trying to fast track their way to the NBA. It's possible. And if you can't promise them that they're going to get to the NBA through your method, it's not worth it. You might as well go to North Carolina or, you know, Louisville, wherever, get paid under the table a little bit and then cashing your big ticket later down the road. Because it's all working towards the big paycheck at the end of the road. That's true. That's true. But, you know, also, I think that the uh, NBA has a great commissioner. And I think that Adam yes. Silver, I think that he'll be like, you know what? He Again, as time goes on, I think that he'll find a way to get it so where players can have the autonomy to say, okay, I, I'd rather play here, but come still look at me. I think he'll do that. But when you're talking about the one that's in the NFL, he don't give a damn about what's going on. You better go to Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama, because if you're going to think you're going to play at Lehigh and we're going to really look at you, no. And these, again, Yo, just, and, and then you have these old owners. They don't care. <clears throat> they don't care. Just a, just a quick story on Roger Goodell. Uh-oh. Never forget that since we were talking about Ohio State and Terrell Pryor, when he, got, when he got suspended and then subsequently he just left his senior year, he just didn't you know, go. Mm-hmm. And he went into the uh, supplemental draft. 11 players, or 14 players, including him, Terrell Pryor, and Jim Trestle, all either resigned, lost their jobs, left college. Trestle, as soon as there was a job available for him in the NFL, I think it was with the Giants. I'm not 100%. He was like a special consultant. He got the job, no problem, whatever, whatever. When Terrell Pryor was drafted in the supplemental draft, Roger Goodell said that he needed to suffer his 11-game suspension he would have had in the NCAA. Unfair. In the NFL. So where it would cost him no money over there, he made sure it cost him money over there, and that's how much Roger Goodell give a fuck about you, football players. Listen, Just putting that out there. Again, I tell you, I don't know if he's a Michigan guy, Michigan State guy, or a Big Ten. I don't know where he went to school, but he did the same thing to Zeke. Remember that? I do remember. That shit was unfair. I'm like, yo, that that had no bearings on what he did in the NFL. Like that. And it was found that he was innocent. It was found that he was innocent. And he still was like, well, I don't, I don't care. Again, Chris, when I think of well, this it stuff. Was an optics, it, that, was a, that was, I would say, more of an optics but, problem. But the law is the law. Unfair. Unfair. The law is totally the law. Unfair. But, I mean, we were knee deep in, you know, me too. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think that was more fear-based. It was no way Goodell. for him to get out of that. I think it was Roger Goodell saying, look, unless you got a videotape, even though they did have a recording of her saying that she was lying, but you needed a videotape mm-hmm. of her with today's paper 
saying that she was lying and she made it all up, and it mm. still might have been touch and go or whether people would have believed it or not. So, no, no, people know. wouldn't have believed it. People would have said, oh, she was forced to say it. Exactly. So, Zeke was in a no-win situation. It was unfair, but that's how much, uh, that's how much he give a fuck about players in the NFL, which is why I'm always continuously baffled why they signed these 10-year NFL-PA agreements and just be dumb You know, again, people. like when you're talking about blessing in the skies, if you look at how this is probably going to set the NFL back because we don't know when they're going to start again, a lot of players are like, look, shit, next time we we might get strike, but then here's the thing. The players that were in it now won't be in it when it when it needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. And I bet you it's in a clause that you cannot strike. You can't strike. I bet you they signed that damn thing. Probably. I was like, yo, listen, if you sign, if you strike, then we void your contract or something crazy like that. But like I'm we sure. talk about. See, what the NFL is, is way different than the NBA, right? Because, you know, just on those lines, in the NBA, like a white player standing up for whatever, pay scales, whatever, it really doesn't have a lot of impact because there are no white players that really hold a torch like that. But if LeBron and them say, like, listen, all right, we all sitting down, it's going to hold some weight. The only way that affects will be effective in the NFL is if you had somebody like Brady or Rodgers or yeah. Drew Brees or them say, listen, we doing it because it's not fair for everybody. Mm-hmm. Then they'll get up and move. But other than that, all this other stuff that they talking, like these CBAs ain't going to never be right in the NFL never. because never. they know nope. you niggas going to say at some point, all right, <laughs> you know what? Never- Never going to be an even playing field. I love how again, and 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 I think Chris said this a while back. He said, you know, everybody talk that team shit till it's time to be a team, because we can yeah. say, oh man, and because in the locker room, man, this guy is good. Mm-hmm. Well, like Chris said, well, why didn't nobody back Kaepernick? You know what I'm saying? Everybody talk about how much of a team we are. Okay, well then let's rally around him. Now, nah, well, where is it? You know what I mean? So the yeah. NFL, when it, when it when it comes to Roger Goodell. The way he said, the way these players let things ride, I don't know who's holding what. Again, I'm not a lawyer, but watching Better Call Saul, I'm like, yo, these guys don't even know they're right. But anyway, um, <laughs> just just how things work. The the NBA will one day, it's gonna be tough, but I'm talking about like surpassing and the thing that they're doing. They're gonna surpass the NFL one day because. The NBA is trying to make it better. Look at the All-Star games. You know what I mean? Look at how they changed. That was pretty dope. They could do that with, you know, Chris and I. We had a whole dialogue on what, how they can do that, make points more, make this. But they won't do that because players, they know players are stuck in their ways. And also, you got to remember, yep. you, but you got to remember the track that these players take. NBA players, they take the AAU route. They take the, hey, we know how to make you, you know, you can speak for yourself. You don't like this. Go play for this team. NFL, where could you do that at? I mean, you can't play all year long. You got to stay on your team. Then you then you ineligible. And so you are bred to thinking, this is what I have to do to get to where I got to go. Mm-hmm. But if you play AU, like, yo, I don't like playing for them. I want to play for the Gauchos now. Oh, you don't want me? I go play for them. You're playing constantly. But with the NFL, it's like, this is it. You only get that tape during the football season. And that's the big 
that's the big issue, you know. So that's just how I feel. I could be wrong, but you know. So, I agree. So um yeah, one point. Before we wrap it up, anybody watching any good shows, any good movies lately, man? Ooh. What am I watching right now? I don't know. What am I watching right now? I don't know. Nothing, man. I, I'm really not watching nothing, man. I just really been focused on the remodeling thing. I see you, man. Which, I see um, you, man. Which uh, I'm going to get to right after we hang up. Got to, you know, <laughs> doing some work. So. Got the two. And you know, I haven't really been watching anything, yo, to be honest. Okay. I'm going to watch Insecure tonight, though. I can tell you that. Oh, it does come on. Myra, <clears throat> love that show. Oh, that's coming on tonight? Yeah, that's tonight. I've been uh, watching, watching that. I've been yeah. watching Better Call Saul. I'm on uh season four, episode two right now. Um, I love it. Saul's a he's a jerk. I heard but that joint is good. Really is. It really is like um in a sense like breaking bad because you feel bad for him and it tells you why he did what he did, you know. And Mike is in there, yo, know, it's it's really good. Like you won't be disappointed. And I see why it won some awards because Saul is a motherfucker. Well, his name is Jimmy, you know, in that show. But yeah. he is a mug, mm-hmm. man. He is something else. Pretty good, though. Pretty good watching, though. So, what you okay. watching, Rock? You know, I just started that, uh, what is it, Altered Carbon? Oh, yeah. You on season one? Season one, yeah. So, I'm just starting oh, that. Oh, yeah, that season Trying one to get fighting. into that. Yeah. Trying to get into that. Just catching up on some old movies, too, because... Um, you know they they keep changing the script on this uh this uh Thor Love and Thunder like every like every two weeks now, so I'm still mm-hmm. watching like old Marvel joints just to catch up and see what Easter eggs I find in there. <laughs> Other than that, man, just like documentaries on Easter. Tiger King is real, people. Yeah, I told you, told you, <laughs> told you. Florida is about to get her ass. Everybody messing with her. Yo. Yeah, yeah, she tight right now. What I've been watching, like that joint oh, last yeah. night. Yeah, Remo and Rizza. Oh man, that was dope. Once, yeah. yo, the the crazy thing is, like, on paper, it looked like a mismatch. Because I'm like, yo, Primo gonna kill him because he worked with so many other people, and Rizza just predominantly did Wu Tang. Yeah, son, a lot of Primo, Primo started out on fire, and then Rizza came back hard. And then Primo kind of finished it off, but son, Rizza, Rizza got some joints and Primo got. Yo, how did I know Rizza was going to look exactly like that? Yes. When that battle started. Yes. I yeah. was like, yo, he's just going to be on some weird shit. And I just like, what is he wearing? <laughs> I said, he really lives in a Shaolin temple. Bomb, bomb. Like for real. Bomb, bomb, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yo, these battles. Man, all of these battles, yo, just been classic, yo. They yeah. just all, they all been good. Man. I want to see I, I Kanye go against. Um, he ain't gonna do it. I know he ain't gonna who, do it. Well, who you gonna put him against? Swiss, though? Swiss, Swiss. You gotta put him against Swiss. Yeah. But the thing with Kanye is Kanye got the ability to either make this the greatest show ever. Yes. Or yeah. to ruin the whole. Or thing. mess it up. I'm. You I'm know, like. You, I'm hoping that Kanye, fun Kanye. Yes. Is it is it is it uh, <laughs> Donald Trump Kanye? Is it Ka- Born Again Jesus <laughs> Kanye? Like who who which Kanye we get in? Yo, Ka- 
Kanye, Kanye got the resources to make it just like, I don't know if y'all seen the meme <laughs> when they was like, Lauren Hill was doing a, a live concert. For real? I hope not. Tell, tell y'all see that. So he said Lauren Hill was guys are right. They had the mic stand in her hat. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> like, thousand people in there waiting, right? And it, the time was like three hours, and she still wasn't there. <laughs> that'd be Lauren Hill. That'd be Lauren Hill. And people still yeah, go to pay for that. Ain't she from Jersey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't get disrespectful. Listen, don't get. I, ain't get I know disrespectful. you. I'm over there. I'm just saying. I, I just say like time don't matter in Jersey at all, at <laughs> all. Chris, you see, see yeah. what I'm saying? Chris, Yo, am I lying? You see something, yeah. Am I lying? If you want to see something funny? Google the mayor of Chicago and her memes. Yo, I see that. Now, oh, is it yeah. real? Please tell that. me it's not real. I saw that. She said That's because real, y'all yo. jumper weak anyway, so stop playing basketball. <laughs> she did joint. not say that, yo. And she was like, yo, it's two things I don't need. A, a, a quick turtle and another beast. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. She didn't say that, did she? Yo. <laughs> First of all, she ain't no damn woman. She like she likes my uncle. So let's stop there, okay? Yo. This shit crazy. Yo, being the mayor been rough on her. I mean, <laughs> rough. It's been rough. I mean, you got to look at what city she in. Woo! I know. Jesus, hey, been rough. You know what go down to shots out, boy. Mm, mm, as mm. as Juicy Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't heard of Juicy? <laughs> Juicy Smollett. <laughs> I don't give a shit. That Yo. shit was so funny as hell. That shit's still funny. And again, yeah. we in the we in the time where everybody's so sensitive. But when he was talking about Macaulay Culkin, I fell out. That shit was funny. I don't care. Nobody <laughs> oh, said that. Oh my goodness, that, that was funny, yo. Oh yeah. People like I can't hey, watch yo. it. People like I can't watch it because he went too far. I'm like, so then you must didn't grow up on Eddie Murphy and all the other comedians. Yo, I'm just saying. Yo, people can't take. You know what? You gotta be so PC. You worry sometimes about what you laughing at. It's like, yo. I was watching uh, Invention the Lion. You ever seen that movie? Nah. With um, what's what's the British guy? Jennifer Garner's in it, and uh, Ricky Gervais. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is in it, and Tina Fey is in it, and she says the f word, and I'm not talking about fuck. She calls him a fat, mm-hmm. and I and it it was a joke, and it was funny, but I'm like, yo, this show, this movie came out in like 2006, y'all. Right. I said, yo, there's no way you can say that joke now. Yo, it's mad. There's no way you can say that joke like, now. Like, I, I be watching, like, Sanford and Sonny. He be like, you're going to act like a little sissy. Like, just stuff that you can't say. Like, it's mad. Again, like, after 2010, it was just like, you just seen it getting soft. Once 2017 got here, it was like, yo, you can't even cough now. Like, the whole <laughs> Mike Gundy thing. I think that people took it above what it needed to be, man. He was like, oh, yeah. he's in Mississippi. Like, I had black dudes like, oh, are you serious, man? How you going to... I said, listen, it wasn't meant to be racial. Like, yeah, this is the thing. People are so fucking sensitive, yo. It was talking about her a husband, you know, choking her wife. I mean, uh, wife choking her husband. That's what it was about. It wasn't about no color, nothing. And they, oh, oh, oh man, he in Mississippi. So I said, so you telling me it will be acceptable if he was in California? So what are you saying? You know, again, it, so... 
Whatever. Dude, ain't no winning out here, man. No winning. Ain't no winning. No winning. At that's all. all I, that's what I just chuck it up to. Ain't yep. no winning. Nah, man. Can't win. Well, I'm winning because I got y'all, so I'm good, man. Unless y'all get a multi-million deal uh, from ESPN or Fox, man. You know, but uh, other than that, man, love my brother. Yeah, yeah, soon come. Love my brothers, man. Love my brothers. So once it's all done, once it's all done. But listen, man, everybody, thanks for tuning in to another edition of Don't Shoot the Master Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. I'm your boy, Chris G. It's your boy, The Rock Report. Jersey. Peace.